and there's somebody that needs you. I didn't say want. I said there's somebody that needs you. And because you're willing to let go of what you think this should look like and and, and uh, go into this willingly, you know, because I don't want you going into it with a stank attitude. I don't want you doing that. But I do want you to be open to say, you know what, let, let me just try this. What's up, family? Welcome to the Bacon Bits Podcast, where we desire for you to take the bits of information and immediately apply them to your life for success. The ground rules for our podcast is that it will always, and I mean always, be encouraging, uplifting, and informative. The areas of life that we will be talking about on the Bacon Bits Podcast is dealing with having a balanced life. And I need to hear y'all say it. Say valuable. Valuable information. Information applied. Applied equals success. Equals success. And that wonderful voice that you hear on the other microphone that's in place is the wonderful, hilarious, spectacular, bubbly, exciting Mrs. Diana Acosta Bacon. How are you doing, my love? Hey, babe. Hey, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And super excited to have her back up on here. I know we haven't heard her voice in a while. And we are going to be jumping into the topic of willingness. I don't know. This, this was really on my heart a lot lately is willingness. And I want to hit it from two different angles. Uh, willingness to sacrifice something meaningful to you. And doing something that you have never done before be willing because i think a lot of times in our lives we have stuff that we want to do but we're not willing to take the chance take the risk take the uh the leap of faith to go and do it we really want to do it but are we willing to do it and sometimes we're not willing to do it because it doesn't come the way we want it to come so i think that's a big one so uh, i really want to just talk about that to start, just start off with the first part to sacrifice something meaningful to you because uh, if we're not careful, we will hold on to some things that are near and dear to our hearts. But sometimes it's time you have to be willing to let it go. Uh, I think about uh, desiring uh, to be married one time forever. Uh, and that didn't happen. And I had to have a funeral for that. So it's, it's being willing to let that go. Because sometimes the stuff that we want uh, to happen, it didn't happen the way we wanted it to happen. And sometimes we're still lingering to my years later holding on to that thing and it's gone it ain't coming back you know people that were playing sports and guess what it's the time to finally let that go that guess what you ain't going pro it ain't gonna happen you know that singing contract you ain't gonna get it it's a, a willingness to say you know what i'm willing to sacrifice this thing uh because and it's and i really wanted it to happen but it just wasn't meant to be and that's a hard thing to let go sometimes, you know, to be willing to let it go. Because, like I said, people be holding on to stuff for so long and you'd be like, man, that was years ago. It's time to really relinquish that. But sometimes when we think when we let that go, that was so much a part of us that we were not willing to let it go. And I think uh, I think about this, you know, at the rehab, you know, y'all hear me bring up my rehab where I work at drugs and alcohol It's because they have, <clears throat> you know, almost the label of being an alcoholic or a drug addict was so meaningful for them meaningful to them 
that they're to a point now, like if I let that go, like who am I as an individual? I don't even know who I am without the drugs and alcohol. And it's getting to that point of being willing to let go of that image of themselves and be this new version that is exciting, captivating, uh, purposeful. And that's hard sometimes because all you've known is this thing of what I used to be called and what I used to do and trying to let that go. My love, your take on that. Well, I think first people's definition of sacrifice yeah. could be pretty extreme as yes. to like killing an animal or sacrificing or something has to die or a huge loss of mm -hmm. something, right? Mm -hmm. That you give up. Um, but the reality it's, it is a loss of something, yeah. but for the sake of something better. Yeah. And I think we first want to define when we're talking of sacrifice, what we mean. Yeah. We don't mean mm -hmm. like get an altar and sacrifice. Right. Uh, but the same way that we're talking sacrifice is, for instance, as parents, we sacrificed our sleep. We sacrificed our desires of what we wanted to do with money to take care of our children, yes. to give them what they needed, right? And same now, like... Um, my grandchildren, if they want to spend time with me, they are willing to sacrifice a little bit of video game time to spend time with Abuelita maybe yeah. and our kids maybe not hang out with their friends that they would much rather hang out with, if truth be told. <laughs> uh, but sometimes we have to make sacrifices to maintain relationships and um, you want to let people you say you love know you love them and part of that is sacrificing your time mm. and some of that is the money right now we're starting to prepare for christmas and people um unfortunately too many people go into debt because they feel the oh, need i don't know where that comes from but um it doesn't mean a you have to sacrifice all your hard-earned money right. and every all your savings you, there's so many different ways that we're that we can still let other people know that we care about them and we want a healthy relationship with them that isn't going to cost us you know a huge amount of money but sacrificing your idea of what was i think to begin with a sacrifice for me it meant and it means changing my mind mm -hmm. i first have to change my mind about what i believe is my reality and you know the reality is what you believe is your real reality is your reality whether it's real or not it's what you believe so therefore it's your reality yeah. and i know um something i had to i had to s get to the point where i had to change my mind about how I felt about my healing even that it was a possibility to get better because I was told by doctors neurologists if it doesn't happen in the first, first year, year. Yep. it's not gonna happen so th the reality was I had to change my mind because mm -hmm. I didn't think it was possible my hope was kind of lost and it yeah. was kind of yeah. kind of just stuck in this limbo place of thinking in my mind I thought I could get better if I tried harder but I it wasn't working so uh, I know most people have heard the podcast about the mushrooms. If you haven't, go back and listen. Uh, five years later, I changed my mind. Yeah. I chose to have hope that things might get better. Uh, something that I was surprised myself with was I chose to go back and study something to become and get certified in, in a different area. I wanted to be an end-of-life doula, death doula. And I've been wanting to do that for years, but the reality was I had to study and I had to get certified and that definitely did not 
um, seem appealing to me. Mm-hmm. I failed every year in high school. I barely passed night school. And school is definitely not something I wanted to do. But I chose to change my mind. Mm-hmm. I sacrificed my old ideas yeah. of myself. I sacrificed the old patterns of this is as far as I can go because I'm not going to understand much less, mm-hmm. much less after two brain surgeries. I'm like, it's going to be too hard for me. I can't, right. I can't do this. I'm disabled. I can't, how am I going to get to these places and how can I help the people? And the reality is I ha- I had to lay that down. I had mm-hmm. to put it away and say, instead of thinking of how many ways I'm not going to be able to do something, I had to start thinking of ways of, I could do something and maybe allow other people the opportunity to make way for me. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, so that was, that was a big one. And the big movement, um, the big movement of let them, right. Yeah. Uh, that's a big one for being vulnerable and sacrificing something, whether it be ideas, whether it be patterns, whether it be lifestyles, um, let them, mm-hmm. but that also applies to us. Yeah. Like, let us just try. What if, what if you succeed? Yeah. What if you, what, what if you don't fail? What if you succeed? And what if everything turns out better than you ever thought and you ever imagined? So yeah, that end of life doula, my, my death doula training started and it took about six months. I got certified and I just took me two years to get to that spot mm-hmm. because I didn't think I could, I could do it. And yeah. I'm just really proud of myself now. So I let myself. I let myself believe that it was possible rather than finding every reasonable, not even excuse, but every reason. It was solid reasons for it not to be possible for me to do something and accomplish something like that after brain surgeries. So I'm really proud of myself and I can can look back and say, um, I can take that experience and apply it to other parts of my life. Mm Yeah, and that and that was a blessing because when I remember I said the second one question or second part of this is doing something that you uh, have never done before, and I have no problem telling y'all at the beginning I did not want to go to the nursing home with my wife <laughs> and uh, assist her, help her in any kind of way because I thought it was just going to be I'm going into this into this sad environment and it's going to pull me down, it's going to weigh me down, it's going to be super heavy. And it's totally the opposite. We go up in there and I feel so good and I'm so happy uh, being in there with our elders and and encouraging them and and, uh, building them up, playing games with them. And we're doing uh, exercises that's building up their muscles. And you be thinking like, well, they're going there to to die, basically. But man, we say you can't have an excellent exit plan. You know, that's the part I think we don't think about enough. We have an excellent exit plan i don't just want to sit there mope watch tv and die i'm like how can i pour into people be encouraging and uplifting all the way up until my last breath that's my greatest desire so it's always there's something if you are still on this planet and you you guys are listening to me right now there's something that god has for you man that it might be beyond anything you could have imagined and you might have was just thinking you know i'm not doing what it is that I want to do, but there's a gift in you. There's a, a talent in you. There's a calling in you that is so phenomenal that you're still here on this planet. And there's somebody that needs you. I didn't say want. I said there's somebody that needs you. And because you're willing 
to let go of what you think this should look like and 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 uh go into this willingly you know because i don't want you going into it with a stank attitude i don't want you doing that but i do want you to be open to say you know what let, let me just try this and like i said it's been a tremendous blessing to be there with our uh elderly and and pouring into them and just having a good time smiling you know them reflecting on some of the things that they've done in their lifetime and it's just interesting to go and just listen to people you know they're they're willing to be open to us to you know tell us their story because they don't have to they're not obligated but they're willing to say you know what i want to tell them my story of you know the life that i've lived and you know what's some great advice they can give us uh you know in their last days and it's it's beautiful so it's it's a willingness on you know both parties part yeah yeah and i i completely agree with you sometimes um circumstances or life puts you in situations that you did not choose for yourself, but don't have a stank attitude. Yeah. Find yeah. Um, a way to make it a good experience. And the reality is, as long as we're breathing, we still have desires. Mm-hmm. We still have desires to accomplish, to do, to be, to go. There's so many things. Just try. Mm-hmm. Just go. Mm-hmm. Like what? Honestly, what is holding you back except your own idea that this cannot be possible? Mm-hmm. So instead of finding or confirming all the reasons why you can't, just start investing on the ways that you can. Yeah. However small that might be. Um, I've been walking a lot more, and I'm so grateful, and I'm so proud of myself. But it started with my first step. Yeah, right. It started with mm-hmm. getting up and taking the first step. And it didn't look like what I wanted it to look a couple of years ago, but it's looking closer to where I want it to be. But it first has to start with the willingness to stand up mm-hmm. and say, I'm going to try. Yeah. And that might, you might not like it. I definitely hated the way I looked in the beginning. I used to hate it. My shadow, I hated the way my shadow looked all hunched over. Mm-hmm. But now it's not hunched anymore. Yeah. It took a few years to get there. And I know I hear people say, you know, um, I'm never going to get better. And I've, I've, I just had a conversation with this one gentleman and, and uh, he just had a little stint in the hospital. He had a little issue. He's, he's doing so much better now. But uh, I said, you know, just give a little bit of time. Why don't you, you know, take, take a walk. Let's go sit outside. And he said, I've given it time. I said, how, how, how long has it been? He's like, I've been here waiting two weeks to get better. And he's home. <laughs> I said, well, two weeks is, is not, you know, in perspective, perspective. we got to give ourselves some more grace. Like, mm-hmm. give yourself some grace. And it's not going to get better if you're not doing anything to change right. that gotta I, either. You've got to mm-hmm. be willing to change your mind about what even the doctor said. Again, the doctors told me, yeah. the neurologist, the specialist baby. told me, if it doesn't happen in the first year, that's as far as you're going to get. That's as healed as you're going to yeah. be. They told me that four years ago. That's as, that's as far as you're ever going to get. And I have, in this last six months, because of Lion's Mane, yeah. have gotten farther than I have with all five years put together. Yeah. Um, but I had to change my mind. I had to believe. I had to hope. I had to try something new. I had to be willing yeah. to sacrifice the ideas of what all the doctors said. Mm-hmm. Because this wasn't harming me. Again, I'm not. I'm not encouraging you to do something that's going to harm you or others or hurt you or hurt others. But you have to be willing to change your mind, especially when people don't believe in you. You have to believe in you. If God gave you a desire in your heart, man, you've got to 
figure out a way, no matter how small it is, to get one step closer to that desire because that is your purpose. Yeah, putting forth the effort, being willing. Uh, I think the thing that's been super exciting uh, this year, and I don't even want to say this year, I'm just going to use just a testimony from our, our trip, and we'll talk about it a little bit later. Uh, in a diff- different episode, but during her trip in Greece, she walked more, I believe in my heart, in those 10 days than she did in the last five years combined in public. You know, I mean, in Greece, it was three to four million people uh, and she's walking down busy streets. She's holding on to her wheelchair. So instead of being in the wheelchair, you know, just riding along, she got out behind the wheelchair and was willing herself through crowds. And that might not seem huge to most people, but when you have sensory overload and you're, you got people that's walking past you fast and not caring about who or what they're, you know, about to move out the way. And they just some of them flying, some of them going in slow motion and people are just pacing themselves because they're in their own little world. And she, the fact that she was able to do that, it was just amazing to see her do that. And, you know, because she desires to push herself to try and get better and better and better. And it's just those accomplishments. I mean, she's driven uh, our car a couple of times this year. You know, that doesn't sound big for most people. But the fact that when you're dizzy all the time and you're trying to drive a car, the fact that you got headaches and you're trying to drive a car, that stuff is huge. But she's willing to guess what? Let's try it. Let's try it. You know, we're not putting people's lives in danger. We're not, you know, doing stuff. And she's in crazy rush hour traffic. But the fact that she's willing to go out there and say, you know what, I want to get outside my comfort zone. I'm willing to try this. And we're open to, you know what, what's the possibilities of what could happen? You know, we're not looking at it as uh, in case this doesn't happen. What if it does happen? We're looking at the other side now. You know, if I try this, what's what's the benefits of me trying this? That's the cool part about when you have the right perspective in life of uh, it's not a matter if, if if this doesn't work. We're looking at, well, what happens when it does work? You know, and that's a different perspective than most people have because they're not willing to go out there and make a take a take a leap, take a try and uh, jump off the the diving board and say, you know what, let's try this. If it don't work, guess what? Life goes on. We get to keep on going with life. But if it does work, there's a new, different, exciting aspect of your life that can happen because you was willing to try something different. You know, overnight success takes 10 years. And I'm halfway there. Amen. <laughs> five five years about. later, yeah, I'm able to to do something. I I I honestly just I thought that part of my life was over. Yeah, I thought that part of my life that I could get behind a wheel was over. I thought the part of my life where I could walk independently was over. And I'm starting to get more hope mm-hmm. because a, a, now again. I've been busting my ass. I mean, mm-hmm. I've been working really, really, really hard. Right. And um, sometimes to my own demise where I need to have three days of recovery. But I, 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 uh, I've seen the alternative. I've lived the alternative of giving up. And mm-hmm. that wasn't living. I was just, I, I wasn't thriving. I was, I, was, I was alive, but I wasn't living. So I've lived that alternative. And I think so, a few people can relate to that. Just... You're just there. You're just, there's nothing about your life that you're content with. So you've got to shake it up. You've got to be willing to change your mind. And if that means a radical change, then damn, no one else is going to do it for you. No one's showing up and going to make you do nothing. Mm -mm. They're not going to make you do Mm -mm. nothing. You have to have enough 
hope in yourself. You have to have enough strength within your own willingness to say, I have control of the way I think. I have control of the way I eat. I have control of the way I move. I have whatever control I do have, even Mm -hmm. if I didn't Mm -hmm. have the control, which I didn't, what I did have control over, that's up to me to do something about that. And it's up to you and each one of us to say, "This this is as far as I can go. And maybe I'm going to try to go one step farther today. Yeah. And maybe that afternoon after you've taken a nap, I'm going to go two steps farther today. Yeah. But at some point, you've got to be um, desperate enough. You've got to be desperate enough to really invest and just throw it all out there. Yeah. And I was thinking about, I mean, as you were talking, there was a couple of scenarios that came to my mind. I was thinking about uh, our wonderful young lady, uh, Betty, that's at the nursing home when we go to play games and stuff like that she her her instinct is always to say no always that's her <laughs> first instinct betty would you like to play uh uh what's i'm oh, trying to think of the game i can't even think of it uh uh talking little basketball bean yeah bag? the bean bag. Oh, cornhole a uh, cornhole yeah would you like to play cornhole with us her natural no. instinct every time oh, is to say no so we, you know, it's not like we're fortunate. So we'll say, Betty, if you just throw this one, you know, beanbag in the you know, hole, we'll be super excited and happy for you. So she'll throw it in the hole and we'll get super happy. Then we throw, she'll throw another one. She'll get super happy. She'll throw another one. And then she'll be laughing like a little kid because, you know, we're cheering her on and making her happy. And she would have never got that happiness if she wasn't willing <laughs> to throw the beanbag. And and that that's that's super important. Yeah. And the reality is, some of our residents have Alzheimer's and dementia yeah. and they don't know what's happening. Right. So it's just a matter of walking over and putting something in their hand and holding their hand and doing it the first time and doing it with them together. And then slowly their body will know what to do. Mm-hmm. And you got to give them their, their dopamine. They need their endorphins. They need those, those things that make them happy yeah. because life can be scary when our mind doesn't work the way it, it used to. Yeah. And, you know, all of us, you know, that's proven that we all need those data boys. You know, we need that encouragement. We need that uh, applause. We need those things that's going to help us get, you know, out of our comfort zone. And, it, and it's super important. And then I was thinking about when I used to work in psych, you know, just for some people just to like to get out of their depression. You know, I know they didn't think a shower would make that much of a difference. But just taking a shower would just almost feel like it would rinse off some of the negativity and, and people would just feel better with that water just rinsing on their body. So it, 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 sometimes it ain't the super big things, but it's just, man, if I'm willing to just try this one thing, that might be that might lead to the next thing that's going to give me the next thing that's going to help me. And then guess what? Now we're getting back to where things are becoming normal or even going past uh, where we were to this next level that we're trying to get to. But we got to be willing to say, you know what, let me just take this next step, whatever that next step may be. So, guys, I am super happy. I hope you got uh, what you needed to get from this episode. Uh, I'm just going to leave you with this. Uh, I want you to think about this. What are you willing to sacrifice that is something meaningful to you to get to this next level and doing something that you have never done before? Just having a willingness to want to do it. What is that thing that you need to do that finally saying, you know what, I'm willing to take that leap of faith. I'm willing to try and do something outside my comfort zone so I can get towards having the kind of life that I'm even more happier about. This is your boy, John Bacon, with another segment of Bacon Bits. We love you. God bless. All right. What's up, family? It's your boy, John Bacon. 
from the Bacon Bits Podcast. Thank you so much for your support, likes, and ratings. Please don't just listen, but rate me, follow me, and subscribe. This is an amazing way to offer free support. My beautiful queen and I have some books that we have written for your growth. So the first book we have is a workbook, actually. It's called Healthy Relationships, and this is a workbook through the lens of faith. Because what makes a relationship healthy or unhealthy? So this workbook is designed, it's a 12-week, it's a biblically grounded course, and every week has a, a few different principles. So if some of our principles, some of our topics that we're covering are respect, uh, cultivating security. And this is not just between a husband and wife, this is between parents, between siblings, between friends, between your bosses, employers. So it's really important and everyone deserves a healthy relationship. And also we have The Balanced Life by John Bacon. It covers how to be prosperous in your finances, relationships, your health, your mind, and your spirit. So you can pick that up on Amazon, also on audiobook. And we also have The Unraveling, a creative healing journal, pinings, poems, prayers, and ponderings of my precarious life. Um, I've had a testimony of, uh, I've had two brain tumors and two brain surgeries, and I'm super grateful, but I'm still grieving the process of healing. And this is part of the process. In this book, you have devotionals, you have prayers, and you have some ponderings. And in between these pages, you, there's a space for you to also be prompted to paint and to create uh, your own. Or maybe you want to write something in these books. This is part of your creative healing journal that we get to walk through together. And you guys can just head over to Kingdom Servants First. Kingdom Servants, the number one, ST.com. And you can purchase all three of these books. Thank you for your support, your love, and your contributions. God bless.